You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, Matt, uh, I'm looking here at an article that's on NFL.com, mm, okay. written by uh, Mark Sessler. Yep. He said, the biggest remaining offseason priority for each AFC team. Okay. Uh, so let's go through this uh, team by team in the AFC. Uh, the first team up is the Baltimore Ravens. So their biggest priority, according to Mark Sessler, is lean on your rookie class. Hmm. I don't know if that's your top Maybe priority. Maybe that's a receiver situation. Well, it is. The first thing is his first round wideout, Rashad Bateman, was brought on board to start right away inside an offense looking to expand our profile and play with the kind of balance that we really want to play with, according to Greg Roman. Okay. Uh, fourth round receiver, Tylen Wallace, this is back to Sessler uh, talking here, feels like a Raven. Well, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I want to know what that means. Fair enough. Uh, while third round guard Ben Cleveland has a shot to win a starting job. Boy, if that happens. Yeah, and I would guess Oway is going to be in the mix. Yeah. I mean, On defense, first-round pass rusher, uh, Odefe, Oway now, I guess. I'm not sure how to pronounce his new first yeah. name. Yeah. Is all but locked in for a lead role in Baltimore, uh, for Baltimore's other edges. Tyus Bowser, Pernell McPhee, and Jalen Ferguson collectively piled up seven sacks in 2020. I don't know that Oway is going to play every snap. This is a problem for them. Right, right, right. Those three guys who are the, one of them is going to be starting at least one, maybe two of them, mm-hmm. had seven combined sacks last year. Right, and they played. And they played. I mean, I know they had other guys that left, but it wasn't like they weren't on the field a fair amount. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, pre-draft, I like the O-way landing spot in Baltimore from this perspective. He fits with what they want to do. He fits what they're going to do. They develop talent well. They're a smart organization. But they kind of need somebody now. Yeah, they <laughs> need – who's, I mean? who's – like even – in previous years, they always had at least one guy who could get there on his own. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. I don't know that any of these guys can get there on their own. I mean, they scheme it up as well as anyone. They're going to probably blitz more than ever, but that's a dangerous way to live, too. Yeah. You know? Interesting. Yeah, uh, they are pretty reliant on their rookie class, though. As they are. a, quote, contending team goes, you know. Buffalo's not. Cleveland's not. You know, they're yeah. not re- relying on them. No, I agree. Uh, Buffalo. Top priority, hammer out an extension for Josh Allen. I, I thought that might have been the Lamar one, too. That could have been I mean, there, the same too. draft class. Yeah. It's the exact same situation. Which is kind of why they can't really trade for Julio Jones right now because they're going to give Lamar a big chunk of money. Yeah, Baltimore doesn't make sense to me for Julio. They've got, I think they have – I want to say they have they have like a, a bit of cap space. They're, mm-hmm. they're not right up against it. But if you sign Lamar to an extension, which they want to do mm-hmm. – there goes a, lo- a large tr- you know, chunk of what you had. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure if they could make more cap space by an Allen or a Jackson deal for now. But, I mean, you, it makes it harder to keep Julio under next year and the year right. after and yeah. you know, those type of things. Too. I do know next year they've got $20, $25 million in cap space, but that doesn't include a Lamar extension. Yeah, right, exactly. And, and it's, it's not a great group of receivers in Baltimore. But they have a lot now. I mean, yeah. they're not going to cut Watkins or Duvernay or Boykin or Brown or Bateman or Wallace 
Are you going to keep eight receivers on the on the roster that did he never throw to? So right now, the according uh, to according uh, to overthecap.com, the Ravens have five point nine million dollars in cap space to play with right now. To play with right now, that so they're not trading. Yeah, they're not tough for Julio. Yeah, I think they're done at receiver. Yeah, no, the teams that uh, to get back to that real quickly, the Jaguars have twenty. This is what they're calling effective cap space because mm-hmm. this this means you haven't signed your rookie class yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jaguars with 29.28.9, the Jets with 15.5, the Bengals with 16.8, no, Broncos with 17. They're, they're holding out hope for mm-hmm. uh, a certain Rogers quarterback. Right. The Browns with 17.9, Washington with 17.6, which is even more reason why would they mm-hmm. cut more than Moses? They could have just kept Yeah, him. right. I don't understand that. Uh, the Colts and the have, Browns are in the same boat as, as Baltimore. They're going to have to pay. Yeah, right. you've got to pay your quarterback. They're going to dry up really quick. Uh, the Colts, the Chargers, the Colts Lions. Can do it. The 49ers, the Patriots have twelve million. Yeah. So they if they if they made a trade for Julio, they'd have to do something else to. Not if that's restructured Gilmore or some, maybe release him, or, or maybe yeah. include him in the package to get Julio. Amazingly, New England doesn't have many stars that you would restructure. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who's that guy? It's not Cam. So right now the Steelers have six point five million dollars in available bad. cap space. The Chargers actually were rumored to be in the Julio thing too. The Chargers have uh, sixteen point five million. They can swing. So it. they can swing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, just where's Atlanta? Are they at the bottom. Atlanta has they are actually they have four hundred and ten thousand dollars in regular cap space. Effective cap space is six point uh, seven million minus six point seven million minus. Okay, yeah, yeah they're in bad shape. Which is the most? They don't say yeah, they're the worst shape. That's what I thought. They can't sign the rookie class right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're seeing these contracts going around, and none of them are from the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, so Josh Allen, uh, they need to get a new contract for him, and what's that, what's that going to be? That's mm-hmm. the that's the question. Is he is he worth more than Lamar or less? <sighs> See, that's right. He's a better passer. I would rather invest in Allen than Lamar. Right. I think that's the and Baker would be third if we were including those yeah. guys that are coming up. Yeah. But what's funny about the, how that works is you'd probably rather be the agent that signed second. Right, because somebody's going to set the market. Right, and so then we'll, you. Well, we're going to start with the Allen contract, and yeah. maybe you get the same, maybe you get a little less, but <clears> it'll be similar. You know, like Mahomes kind of threw screwed things up because everyone knew he was worth the most, and he signed first. So yeah. you go in there saying, "Well, I'm seventy five percent as good as Pat." <laughs> That's a hard bargaining chip, yeah. you know, right? So Spot Track uh, estimates the extension will be worth uh, one hundred and sixty eight million with seventy eight million dollars guaranteed over four years. That's a slightly higher than what Deshaun Watson got. I would think that's a reasonable neighborhood with inflation. It's forty million, forty-two million dollars a year. Yeah, that's expensive neighborhood to be uh, shopping in. It is. I mean, Lamar's won an MVP. Allen was second or third at that ballot this year. See, the thing that made Mahomes' deal so interesting is that it was ten years. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you didn't have to eat all that early. You could spread with all that out down to the Allen line. And Lamar. I don't think I'll sign a ten-year deal with him. I'm not that confident. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Lamar could break. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, the Bengals' top priority: ponder trading for a premium lineman. They had an opportunity to draft a premium lineman. They did. Instead, they went with Jamar Chase. And if they would have gone with Penny Sewell, maybe this would be considered trading for Julio Jones. They had the opportunity in the second round to draft. They traded down. Alignment. They did. Mm-hmm. They tra- they traded out of that spot, and they ended up taking Jackson Carmen at forty six. Yeah, who will be a guard, tackle to guard for Clemson, um, but not a premium lineman. No, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I have mixed feelings of, of what I would have done. Chase versus Sewell. 
because I do think this year more than ever that familiarity with Chase and Burrow is really important. Yeah, you know, and I read something today they were talking about um, premium targets and it was more fantasy related, and they were talking about how bad. AJ Green hurt this offense last year. I mean, what a liability! They he peppered was. him with targets, and he just, he just didn't produce. Yeah. Where if Chase were in that role, or kind of like the Steelers running back conversation we've had, just if he had slightly above league average, average guy yeah. there, it would have been a lot different. I'm not a big proponent of doing this in general, but I might have called Joe Burrow and say, "You want the tackle or the receiver?" Yeah, you know, and, and even the familiarity thing aside, you know, which one's more valuable. And if he's as smart as people think he is and can check out of the right protections and whatnot, you'd prefer the receiver. Like Peyton Manning would rather have the receiver. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in that situation. Um, they're not going to be a team, to mention offensive linemen. Morgan Moses doesn't fit there because they went and signed Riley Reef. They need a guard. They need, yeah. And I don't even know who those guys are. I mean, like, it's nice you could trade for a premium guard, but who? Who? Yeah. yeah right. and what's Who's a, on the market? What's a premium guard? And what's yeah? Cleveland Browns top priority: stay humble, stay deadly. Now, hmm. he admits Mark Sessler does that he's a Browns fan. Yeah, say I think he's he's from Cleveland. Because here's what he said: Will they live up to the hype, or can we only count on the Brown on the Browns to spin magic during an international pandemic? Reasons to believe: Number one, cool as a cucumber head coach Kevin Stefanski. Number two, crafty general manager Andrew Barry. Number three, an offensive line as rugged as any front five in pro football. Mm-hmm. Um, a defense that adds, this is number four, a defense that adds heady safety John Johnson, ball hawking cover man Troy Hill, Jadavian Clowney, Anthony Walker, and potential potential upside and edge attack McKinley. Blah, blah, and blah. Yeah, I'm not sure about the McKinley uh, part for sure. Throw in rookie corner Greg Newsom and a freakishly versatile second rounder Jeremiah Osukoromora, Jeremiah Osukoromora, and you've got a beast on paper. Do you? I don't know that you have a beast because you still got – I'm not counting on – Jadavian Clowney, Anthony Walker, and Tack McKinley do not make you a good defensive front. I'll put a chip down right now that the Browns' first-round pick next year is going to be a defensive line. I agree. Yeah, and Garrett's awesome, and he makes a right. lot of He makes, he makes yeah. your uh, – what would be otherwise a a below-average defensive line right. at least an average one. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's, it's Miles Garrett and the Pips to me. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what he says. Okay. There's no logical reason for a meltdown. The Browns fan of me, though, is begging for the roster to eschew hyper brags, guarantees, verbal slapdowns of AFC North foes, boastful reveries, or anything resembling fat cat behavior. Put it all on ice until the whistle blows. We saw this two years ago. The, the offseason that they traded for They Odell. were supposed to be the team. And, and you go to Vegas, and they were the, the odds favorite to win the North. Easier said than done because there is an art to winning in this league consistently. Yeah. And two teams in the division know how to do it. You know, one of them happens to be in this hometown. But I'm also open to the fact, and I've been on this many times since the Browns' inception, including when I was on the team or with the team, that maybe this head coach is different. Maybe Stefanski does keep them humble and grounded and all those things. I thought he was a deserved coach of the year last year, but – Becoming a winner in this league is hard. Here's the thing. I'm just going to play devil's advocate yeah. here. Okay, so John Johnson and Troy Hill were both good players last year. Good players, yeah. With a great pass rush. They're, that was the best defense in the league, by the way. And they knew you had the number one cornerback in the league playing opposite yep. you. Yep, yep, yep. And he was going to take away half the field. So now everything was kind of broken down. Okay, we don't have to worry about that half of the field. Mm-hmm. So if I'm John Johnson, I go, okay, I could focus on – 
this. Yeah. And that defensive coordinator became a head coach yeah. because he did such a good because job. Because he did such a good job. Right, right, right. We just talked about the front guys, the uh, Clowney, Walker, and McKinley. I'm not sold on that being an no, upgrade at all. doesn't worry me. Greg Newsom's a rookie. Clowney's going to play five games. Rookie cornerbacks struggle in this league. All the great, Akuda had a really yeah. rough year and still looks great. And Newsom's, know, Newsom was not the prospect no, that Akuda no, no, was. No, 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 right. Same with uh, Henderson and Jacksonville, all of them. Last and year. What was, what's the one thing that you hear about freakishly versatile Jeremiah Wosu Koromoa? Well, there have been also other freakishly versatile guys that have come into Isaiah the league. Simmons what are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Miles Jack really struggled right away. Isaiah Simmons is the obvious, con- you know. I, I don't think he'll be an every down player. So these guys look great on these guys look great on paper. Yeah, making it all work on game day is a little harder. On it's a little bit, yeah, yeah. It's a little different. Like I'm not, I'm it's not a good secondary. I'm not sold that those, especially the rookies, are going to make those guys that's this team a better team, and they're being counted on. They are. They are. I mean. I like their moves. I respect this team. I like I, the moves long term as yeah. well. I mean, you know, these these. I think maybe the defense is better in twenty twenty two than it is in twenty twenty one. Could be if Newsom's the guy, or yeah. unless they have to. They but then you got to get rid of you know Ward costs you too much money, and is Clowney mm-hmm. still going to be there? Probably not. Probably not. You know, probably not. right? Yeah, you'll probably have a first round pick defensive lineman, something like that. I think their their defense will be average. I don't think it'll be great. It, but it was bad last year. It was bad. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll be better than last year, but I think it'll be. Average. I'm not. Is, so I'm not sold on that being a top ten unit, which is the way no. some people are talking about. Well, their, their defense is really going to be a strength this year. No, I don't know about that. And I do think you have a good point about looking at it on paper. It looks better than, you know, a Wosu Koromora playing sixty snaps a game. I, mean, yeah. I bet he plays thirty snaps a game. Yeah, which yeah. he might be a, a great player a year or two from now, but it's going to take some time. Look, I mean, just look at what happened in Arizona last year, mm-hmm. and he was considered a way better prospect. He was a six pick in the draft. Yeah, <laughs> and couldn't get on the field until week twelve. Yeah, I think he was a healthy scratch early on for him. Yeah, there. Uh, the Denver Broncos top priority: shoot the moon for Aaron Rodgers. Hundred percent. <laughs> uh, I'm not even sure. What would you give up? Well, he's thirty-seven. Well, green, yeah. I don't so, think his contract's that crazy. It's not. Um, what do you need if you're Green Bay? And if I'm Guggenkust and you're, if I, I'm, I need GM. like your next three first round draft picks. Yeah, because the this draft is over. You know, if if I trade, if I'm if I'm Green Bay and I trade Aaron Rodgers now, I don't see any return on that until next year, unless you start giving me players. I say, what about Sertain and Cortland Sutton? No, we can talk. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. But that makes Denver a worse team. <laughs> right. They can overcome the certain loss. I mean, Rodgers makes them better. Sure. But you're weakening what you have. You want to insert him with that offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, there's some players. Or what if, what if they say, we don't want, we don't want, we want Judy instead. That's fine. I mean, uh, to me, they're equal value. Now you've given up essentially, well, okay, That's so we, we, early we, want the, we want those two players and we want your first round pick next year and a second round or thir- a third round or something like that. Because you're trading away two, two two consecutive first round picks. I think Rodgers is worth three three, three firsts. That and means so that's Judy essentially one, yeah. Certain counts as one. Yeah, and next year's first. Denver might do it. They might, but man, I'll tell you, that's that's a big price. It's a big price. And Teddy. I don't want Teddy. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> you're rolling with Locke. Give me man. give me you Locke. Know, throw in Locke. Throw Locke, Locke into the, the deal. Right. You give him one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't know. I think they could make it. I think Denver could make a deal for Rodgers. Yeah, I, I think so too. But it's going to yeah. be expensive. What if it was just flat out next three first round picks? If I'm Green Bay, I don't know if I do that. I think Green Bay would be bad without Rodgers. Green Bay would be very bad. Even I think with I think they'd be lucky to be an eight and eight team 
Lucky, yes. or eight Lucky. and nine team. Lucky. Yeah. And Love may be a good player. I don't think he will be, but I think he'd, he's going to really struggle if he's a starter this year. Yeah. I mean, he raises all the ships in Green Bay. Yeah. Is you know is is Devontae Adams then going to be happy? He, he just, won't be on my fantasy team. I can <laughs> promise you that. You know, right. he's going to go from catching a hundred passes or hundred twenty passes right. to fifty. And Robert Tanyan, people forget his name. Yeah, and, right. Why we pay Aaron Jones again? And, you know, right. Uh, Houston Texans, top priority. Operate in reality. <laughs> there, you could go so many directions with that one. I mean, to me, it would be try to get. The, the Watson situation. Got to figure out something with that. I don't think he'll ever take a snap as a Texan again. But you at least need to know where does he he's take, at. Does he take another snap in the league? I think so. A lot of guys have done far worse. I mean, I hate to say it, that, that got back on the field. But it's taken you several years. And it's not always the right away. I mean, there's right? – there's. this isn't one – Accusation of, of it's very sexual odd. assault. We haven't talked about it much. It's all very yeah. odd. This is multiple accusations of sexual assault. Right, right, right. Like, oh, I know. And I it probably know. won't be done soon. Just, just you, keeping it just the football for a team to want to take that on. Is you, this is the face of your franchise? Mm -hmm. and, uh, okay. I mean, if you're Carolina or Denver, I don't think you make that trade. Indianapolis, top priority. Look hard at Julio Jones, part one. Obviously, more teams. I are like have that fit there. a lot. He'd be great for Pittman. I think that would be. We mentioned it in, a, in an earlier show today. I think that would make them clearly the best team in the South. Yeah, I think so. Um, it, I think it would. Space. I think it would help make Carson Wentz at least a league average quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know that he is right now. He wasn't last year. He wasn't last year. No. no. I mean, he get benched. I mean, your second round pick next year for Julio, straight up. Mm, I, again, if I'm the Falcons, I don't know if I, I'm. I want more. I don't think you get a first, but one. I don't know if they can. Right. I mean, I think he only played six games last year too. He has, well, that's the question. He has screws in yeah. his feet, and he plays through all that stuff, but his durability is an issue. Jacksonville Jaguars top priority: embrace the weirdness. <laughs> I assume that's Tebow and new coach. Uh, that their tagline to this, se this season could read, interesting at last. <laughs> <laughs> the Jaguars suddenly house a must-watch young quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, a college coaching legend in Urban Meyer, and a shotgun from the wilderness, team Tim Tebow at tight end. Now, I don't know if he's going to make the team. Uh, no. Their first-round running back, Travis Etienne, is playing wide receiver in minicamp, and the entire soup is beginning to look delicious. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, the Jaguars weren't as bad as last year's record at one and fifteen suggested. Well, I think they were. Yeah, they lost. 15 they lost straight. fifteen straight. <laughs> but that's not the point. The club offers elements of bizarre with fascinating plot outlines or plot lines yet to be revealed. I get vibes of Jimmy Johnson and Troy Aikman starting out their journey together in Dallas in nineteen eighty nine. I do not. I don't know about that. I don't trust this franchise at all. The Cowboys are the Cowboys. Right. Right. This is owner, not the this is not the Cowboys. The, the the Jaguars have never been the Cowboys. The Jaguars will never be the Cowboys or a franchise that you will trust. They probably couldn't be any more different, just yeah. in terms of what the the organization yeah. is, the value of the organization. Yeah. You know, I mean, they signed Tim Tebow to sell jerseys yeah. and and draw fan interest. Yeah, and he got no guaranteed money. Yeah, he might make the team, but I bet he doesn't deserve to make the team. Um, they are interesting, though. They haven't been interesting for a I mean, a long he could time. run for mayor of Jacksonville right now and win. And win, right. Yeah. right. In I a landslide. My buddies just texted me the most. The, the thing selling most on NFL.com is Tebow apparel. That's okay. why they signed him, folks. It, it, right. The people trying to equate this to Colin Kaepernick still not being in the league is, is ridiculous. No, right. Um, 
if Colin Kaepernick came back and said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. I want to, I want to play. Uh, you know, I'm going to try to come back as a wide receiver." Somebody might take it. Ch- okay, we think maybe Colin, maybe. you can do that. But I mean, as a rule of thumb, I think all that stuff is ridiculous. Tebow's not getting year a, olds don't change positions. Yeah, Tebow's not getting a chance to come back as a quarterback here. No. If if the Jaguars assign Tebow as a quarterback, which is something that has already failed, mm-hmm. that would be one thing. Right. They're signing him to try another position, a position. Oh, by the way, that a lot of people thought. Well, maybe he should have been that to begin with. I think he's a personal protector on punts. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, yeah right. I mean, and maybe, maybe that's what he ends up doing. Yeah. He maybe he's an H back. Right. And yeah. I, I wouldn't even want him to Taysom Hill it up. <laughs> no. Not with Trevor Lawrence in the building. Any snap that goes to Tim instead of Trevor is not good for my not team. Not good. Right. Yeah. Kansas City's top priority. Don't let the honey badger scurry away. See, I was a free agent after this year. I guess, yeah. So they're talking about locking him up. He's entering the final final season of his three-year $42 million deal. Uh, he's also getting up in age. I say great player. Not It'd the biggest guy. guy to invest in. I mean, yeah. The way he plays and throws his little body around, good for him. But They've got cap issues the, moving forward, too. Yeah, is he the Bob Sanders career path? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it, tough guy to invest in. I think I'd rather just franchise him after the year and yeah, live buy with that. a year. Yeah. yeah. Las Vegas Raiders. Don't worry about Derek Carr's feelings. Hmm. The Raiders are stuck means. in a similar fix as, as Denver, desperately desiring to shine, but mired in a division with high-flying Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Trapped there for another decade plus or longer than even John Gruden's contract. Uh, shaking things up requires a move worthy of the devil-may-care seafaring, seafaring pirate. One that beats Denver to the punch would be go, to, go for broke at Aaron Rodgers. I'm fine with that. I mean, yeah. if you can land Rodgers, great. But by no means is Carr the the problem there no no he's not Mahomes, but he's not he's the not problem Mahomes, but i mean if they do a move like that and there the are Steelers, a dozen teams in the league that would love to have their cars or quarterback including maybe this one a year from now yeah like i would be fine with Carr being the replacement for ben i mean if, if Derek carr was in indiana indianapolis right now the colts would be They'd far be the best team at the video yeah and, and people would be talking about them as a potential super bowl team yeah and like in the Dan- the denver trades we talked about with green bay if you give me Carr and two firsts, now I'm in. Green Bay's still pretty good. Yeah, right. Green Bay's real good. Yeah, so or, that I mean, may be the car. If, you know. if if Las Vegas does decide to go that route, they can they can beat what Denver can offer because Carr has value. Because Carr has yeah, more value. Like they can, you, the Broncos can't give a car the Packers guy, right Bridgewater's anything close, close to that. Bridgewater's not close. Yeah, right. Agreed. I also think Denver with Rodgers is probably a lot better than the Raiders with Rodgers. Yes. They have a defense. Yes. And, you know, yeah. But the Raiders might be a playoff team with Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, yes. They just draft so I cool. mean, Henry Ruggs would be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to give something up. They'd probably yeah. give a player or two. Defensively, they would still be pretty bad. Be pretty but, bad. But yeah, boy, they would score a lot of points. They'd score a lot of points. They would. Uh, the Chargers. Please don't mess up Justin Herbert. Well, their offensive line moves sure imply that they know what they're doing in that regard. Yeah. Signed Corey Lindsley, drafted Rashawn Slater. Filer. Um, added Matt Filer. Uh, they had PF Pro Football Focus's worst-ranked offensive line last year. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. And bo- by the way, their running back, Eckler, had a pretty good year. Yeah. Back to our conversation two segments yeah. ago. Kelly didn't because he's fact, not good. In fact, almost anybody they put in there produced something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kalen Balazs produced. Yeah, Balazs didn't yeah. play bad behind a, a worse line than the Steelers. But yeah. side note. Uh, Miami Dolphins, 
have co-offensive coordinators, and that's never a good that's thing. Strange, that's yeah. never a good thing. George Godsey and Eric Studsville live in a shared apartment with Tua. <laughs> That would be a new threes company, I guess. Yeah, right. (laughs) I think how they're handling it, and Atlanta did this with a defensive coordinator a year or two ago. One of them has early downs and one has late downs. That's stupid. I think it's crazy. Too many coaches. There's too many many cooks in the kitchen because eventually somebody has to be the final decision maker. Not to mention, I mean, if you're a play caller, not that I'm a play caller, ever been down that road. My first down play is setting up my call on second, and then I'm getting in the, you know, I got – Got them leaning one way, and then I throw them the curveball. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just like any other sport where you set people up. And it is, has to be a lot of communication with a clock that's ticking quick between those guys to make that work. And, and those guys like better be – they better be on the same page all always. the time. Always, always. Yeah. Especially on game day. Because if they're not, the next thing you know, you got a fist fight going on up in your – Yeah, you know, right, right. It's just not a good idea. And your head coach is a defensive guy. He's not going to be the – He's not going to overrule. It's not an Andy Reid situation yeah. where you're just, you know – Given two guys a, a title. Yeah, I think that's dumb. I do too. Uh, the New England Patriots. Look hard at Julio Jones, part two. I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, that's. I, I mean, they would scare me with Julio. I think their receivers are junk. They, yeah, they're bad. But, yeah. but how many games is Julio going to play? Like, you're trading. You, know, you, you've, you just got rid of Edelman, who couldn't stay on the field as your number no. one receiver. Now you're going to add Julio there. I don't he, think it's a clowny situation. No, the games he plays, he produces. He's really, really good, yeah. and he fights through it, and he's tough. And he but he just play, hasn't. But he doesn't play as much as he used to. I don't think you can count on him for seventeen plus. Yeah. Uh, the New York Jets do not engage in funny business with Zach Wilson. You have to explain that one. Uh, yes, he looks sixteen. Yes, his rosy cheeks and the little blonde hair suggest a boy guest starring in That's So Raven. He'll be sitting at the adult table though after America watches Zach Wilson ripping lasers through a beguiled Patriots defenders. The excitement surrounding the number two overall part of the blah, 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 blah. So uh, essentially what they're saying is they kind of blew it with Sam Darnold. Don't, mm-hmm. don't do the same thing with, with this kid that you did with Sam Darnold. I, I go ahead. I mean, I think that's safe for any of these young quarterbacks. Probably the same could be true for Justin Fields and, and whatnot. Um, this guy scares me a little because maybe some of it's a misconception that he looks like, you know, my 14-year-old son, but <laughs> and it's kind of built like him. But – you know, I, I think this front office, Joe Douglas, has done that. Yeah. They have adequate or better receivers right now. The line's getting better. The line. yeah. I mean, they've got some potential studs on the line. Brings us to the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right. Top priority. Prey offensive line coach Adrian Clem can pull this off. Okay. And we've talked about this a time. Everybody nationally is really concerned about the Steelers' offensive line. I listen to so many podcasts and read as many articles as I can. For, and the to your point, the, the national feel is this is a bottom five line because they don't know the names. Yeah. You know, and I'm guilty of that. I mean – I may not know the Rams left guard as well as we went the through Ram the, people do. We but. went through the the uh, in, my, in the previous segment the, the Vikings offensive line last year. Right, right, right. Other than Bradbury and Reef, I hadn't heard of any of those guys. Well, Neil, you probably remember from Pitt. Well, yeah, second yeah. round pick, but but, yeah, but then there was a bunch of dudes that yeah. were not good, and I think the Steelers guards will be above average. Yeah, maybe better. Yeah, um, I think the tackles will be average. I mean, I, and that's okay. I mean, I think a lot hinges on the center position. But I'm also a believer more and more, sure, you'd love to have the Browns' offensive line, 
But if the you can't have smart, any major weaknesses. Right. If it's not terrible, which I don't think it's terrible. I mean, sure, I'd love to throw Orlando Pace on there, but I, I, it doesn't worry me as much as others. I, I don't think yeah. they'll be blowing blocks left and right. The Steelers are 11-2 and two in thirteen in the 13 games that B.J. Finney has started in this yeah, year. Yeah, right, right, right. And they've had some of their best running games mm-hmm. with B.J. Finney at center. No, so I don't. I don't know that it's going to be the problem. And again, I think Najee Harris, the the you know, raises yeah. all boats in the water. And Ben has to be smart mentally about yeah. getting in the right protections and the hot reads and knowing where everything's coming from. And he's he's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Top priority: unearth additional weapons. I thought he was going to say Julio Part Three. <laughs> Could have been. It was just I think yeah. they're in the mix. Yeah. I mean, I really think their loss of offense coordinator is worrisome. Um, we often talk about Henry's awesome, but is he for – can he hold up? Um, Tannehill does not raise all ships. He's what are you doing at right tackle? Right. You know. I mean, I think that'll be uh, the North Dakota State kid. Yeah. But he's a rookie. But he's a rookie, and he's not He's not overly physical. He's not their style. Yeah. You know, he's not like the, the Sapholds and guys they have. You know, like I kind of like Josh Reynolds. I do think they need another receiver. I yeah. mean, it's Ferkser and Reynolds. Uh, that's not Johnny Smith and Corey Davis. That is definitely not. Yeah. I like Reynolds as well, but when he was number three. As a three-ish. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Not as a number two. No. And as great as Brown is, like, if, if we threw every wide receiver in the league in a pool and I get to pick one, I think I'd take A.J. Brown for now going forward, age yeah. in, in the mix. But he's going to be triple covered. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. It's, it's going to be a different world for him. A little bit of eye-opening for him, right? Yeah, I agree. But uh, that's the entire AFC, uh, according to Mark Sessler. Interesting uh, to get that national perspective on things. Yeah. And uh, we agree with a lot of it. I mean. Yeah. And I, I do think there's a chance Julio ends up in the AFC. Probably. Yeah. I think if you're the Falcons, you probably want to trade him to somebody that you're not going to see on a regular basis. Yeah. New England makes too much sense to me. The Colts with their cap space, I would be very aggressive if I were them. I mean, that would complete the offense to me. Yeah, you know, and if I'm the Packers and I want Aaron, if I want Aaron Rodgers back and I'm the Packers, that's a move that I make. Oh man, yeah. I think he I think he's back and okay, I can I can handle this then. Right, <laughs> Aaron, we need you to you know probably restructure, but for this. Yeah, and, right. Because uh, we love you, you know, and you're gonna throw to Adams and Julio, or even I bring it up all the time, and maybe it won't it isn't feasible, but. Send Jordan Love to Atlanta for Julio and a third. That makes him happy right away. Every, now, Aaron's Love's like, not here anymore. Right. We got your Julio Jones. Are we buddies again? Right. And we'll <laughs> give you a big check now to restructure. And what more do you want? You know, yeah. Let's go win it all. You're our guy. You're our guy. Right. We <laughs> yeah. love you. Uh, but that's going to do it for this segment. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob Recht here on site keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.